Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, I am here with Sherry Justo, and we're going to be talking about the business of hosting a successful wellness retreat. I am very excited to hear about this, and I hope that you are as well. You are listening to Creating Wellness from Within, a podcast devoted to helping you live your best life through self-care and wellness. In each episode, we strive to offer you actionable advice and tools to help you with your journey towards greater personal wellness. I am your host, Amy Zellmer. I am editor-in-chief of Minnesota Yoga and Life Magazine and the Brain Health Magazine. Additionally, I've published four books on the topic of concussion and brain injury. I am passionate about yoga, wellness, photography, travel, and all things glittery. You can learn more about me at creatingwellnessfromwithin.com. Today, my guest is Sherry Justo, and Sherry is the founder and owner of Open Door Yoga Studio in Coconut Grove, Florida. Raised in Miami, she started her fitness journey as a nationally ranked tennis player. Sherry has been teaching all forms of fitness for over 30 years, including owning studios and hosting wellness retreats in Colorado. This mother of three grown children and grandmother now shares the gift of yoga through her teachings in Miami, Colorado, and her online platform. Her mantra is yoga with a heart. Welcome to the podcast, Sherry. So happy to have you here. Amy, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and excited to talk about retreats. Yes. And I, you know, I'm, I'm very excited because I want to host a retreat in the future. So I'm super excited to hear what you have to share. And I'm sure that there's many others listening who, you know, have either wanted to, or maybe they've done one and it didn't go quite as they'd hoped. So I think you're going to have lots of great advice for us today. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll get right into it. I've done about five retreats and they've all been in Colorado. Um, this, the one I did this year was called Mountain Reboot. And this was a women's retreat, but I've had a lot of co-ed retreats as well. And it's a wellness retreat. So we, we, we incorporate everything into it. We have healthy eating, vegetarian. I have a, an in-house chef come in. Um, and actually, my, the in-house chef and I, her name is Roz. Bietre, and we do the whole retreat. We're partners. And that's one of the best words of advice I can give is, is DIY, do it yourself. Um, mm. I mean, we, we, we do everything and that's a, that's a great way to be able to make some money while doing it. Um, mm-hmm. So she does all the food for the entire week and we go shopping and buy all the food, which is generally not that expensive, especially being that it's vegetarian. And we make our schedule full. We have, we offer so much every day. So I'll, I'll tell you about a typical day. I think would be fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. We wake up nice and early and we'll do, we have, and usually it's about 10 to 15 people attend this last one. We had 13. So we wake up and do a yoga class, invigorating yoga, or maybe a 30 minute class of stretching. And then everybody comes up. We have this great breakfast every morning we have muffins toaster buns we even have some hard-boiled eggs and Roz always makes these great smoothies there's so much food you you can't even believe it um and then we get ready we go off and do a hike and the hike could be um anywhere from three to 
six or seven miles, depending. Wow. And we, and we usually give options. So if somebody doesn't want to do the harder, usually two options, the harder hike, they can go on a shorter hike. Um, and then we come back and have lunch, maybe like a big lentil soup, um, with some bread or, you know, all different things. And then the afternoon sometimes will be a little quieter. Maybe we'll have a restorative yoga class. And, but the afternoons are, are, are for special events. We have so many fun things. We do a drum circle. We do um, restorative yoga. We have a gong meditation, a yoga nidra meditation, and we do goal setting. So we do go a little bit deeper in, during the week because everyone's on their own personal growth plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's very important to us. So we keep that schedule really full. But we say to everyone, this is your vacation. This is your journey for self-growth. So maybe you need a little more rest in the afternoon. You can not do one of the activities. That's part of your growth during the week. And then we do the goal setting in the the beginning of the week. And at the end, we have this wonderful fire ceremony. And we have letting go and seeing what everyone has learned. Um, So it's really the the days are full. But if somebody wants to sit back and and read a book, they can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing we do just to keep people engaged is we're, we're, we're looking for immediate feedback. So we're checking in with everybody. Like this year, I remember we had a um, gong yoga nidra meditation. Um, and then that was in the evening. And then when the meditation was over, I asked, we asked everyone to, to be in silence for the rest of the evening. Um, and, and this was a loud group. So <laughs> it was, I didn't, I didn't know how this was going to go down. So it was, it was a little, it was a big ask, let's put it that way. So, so they spent the rest of the evening in silence. And then the next day at lunch, I checked in with everyone and, and some of the women really struggled with it. And they were, they had all these feelings from doing the gong meditation that they were dying to talk about. So, so we had a big talk about everything at lunchtime and, and that went really well. So so we're doing a constant check-in, constant feedback, um, but we really stick to that schedule. So we have our schedule planned out and we're very strict about the schedule because some people, you know, really want to dive in and want to do everything mm-hmm. and other people may, may need a little bit of rest, but that, that makes it as a host, it makes everything run really smoothly. And there's, you know, there's always things that are going to come up, especially as the week goes on. It's um, we have four nights, five days. So as the week goes on, you know, things are coming out with people. We're getting a little deeper. Um, but it's very important that we stick to that schedule and let every be, everyone be on their own personal growth plan. Um, so that's more or less what we do. <laughs> so it's a lot of activity, a lot of growth work. Let's talk a little bit about you know, like the marketing side of it and, you know, when do you start planning it? And, um, you know, at what point do you start planning, um, to know for the date that you're doing, like, you kind of got to work backwards a little bit, I assume. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then just like the marketing of it and finding the people who are going to come. So we market, so our, this retreat is in Colorado. So it's the nice, cool weather. <laughs> Um, we're in the mountains and our target market has been actually Florida. Um, interestingly enough, because we know that people from Florida 
would like to need a little break from the hot weather um, and from their lives too. Um, so we like right now I'll be picking the date for next year, which looks like it'll be right around Labor Day again as well. Um, and yes, definitely we do work backwards from that. So I will get, you know, start working on a schedule and ideas, but the first thing we do is get the date. So we'll, we'll figure that out in the next few months. And, and then my partner and I do mostly word of mouth marketing. We do advertise in yoga and life magazine. Um, maybe I'll be advertising in your magazine. Congratulations. Thank on being you. a publisher and, and having your new magazine and also yoga and life in Colorado. I advertise there, but our market is Florida. So I'm a yoga teacher here. My partner's a yoga teacher and nutritionist um, in, in the Fort Myers area. So she has word of mouth connections there. And I have word of mouth and students and clients here in South, in South Florida. Um, and that's, that's really where we we do our marketing and it has, it has worked this year. We did have um, three participants that were from Colorado. So that was nice. We had two come up from Denver, about a two and a half hour drive and one from basalt. So, um, but it was somebody we knew through somebody else. So it's mostly been word of mouth marketing. Yeah. Yeah, I've gone on two retreats. Um, they were both with my same yoga instructor. Um, my first one, I went to Costa Rica. And the second oh. one, I went to Mexico, um, Tulum. Um, and, you know, I just know from watching everything, like, just how much orchestrated effort it takes. Like, especially Costa Rica, we flew into, um, ah, I'm blanking on the on San... San Jose, San Juan, I forget. San Jose, I think. Yeah. San Jose. Yep. Um, and then we were in Limon. So we, we had to take um, a bus out to the coast and just like oh. all that coordination, right. Of oh, getting yes. people there um, yes. where we're for you, even what are they flying to Denver? Yes. Yeah, so we do have one time transportation from Denver airport to our house. So we get a private van. Um, and then we have a one-time transportation from our from the house, uh, which is on the top of the mountain at 10,000 mm -hmm. feet, um, back to the Denver airport. So, so people do their travel arrangements on their own. Um, but we have this one-time transportation to Denver and back. Um, I also use some software called we travel, which does do some marketing on their own too, but I haven't gotten too many clients from them, but, but it's excellent software called we travel they they take care of everything for you um the payment the the dates the description the photos um and that's been fun so i i would i would highly recommend something like that especially if you're a busy yoga teacher like we are mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so so you set it up and then you know you just send everybody to that site which is on my website as well um and I, I, I can't talk, I guess. Um, I, I so, guess. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about structuring your price. And I know it's going to be so different based on the type of, of, of retreat you're leading. You know, like for instance, when I went to Costa Rica and Mexico, it's international, you know, everything's at that little resort the food and everything's provided through there. Or in your case, you guys are, are doing the food. Um, 
But let's talk a little bit about money and how to figure out, because the objective here is to make money, um, <laughs> right? You don't want to lose Ab- money. At absolutely. Retreat. No, because, <laughs> because being the host of the, I mean, of course, we're all in the yoga business. We want to help people and we want people to be well. That's why we're doing it. But, but we want to make money too. And I want to make money and it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You need to be compensated for that. <laughs> Yes. And it's funny because I was just thinking about the money part of it this week that I need to raise my prices. <laughs> but um, um, I, we, I have a basic um, outline of expenses um, and I really do stick to those. You know, I, I have a, and especially now I've done it a few years. So I know how much the food's going to cost more or less. I know how much the van rental is going to cost. I know how much more or less how support much supplies are going to cost. Um, and I stick within that schedule. I know I have to pay my, my in-house chef. And then, as I said before, I do, um, it's DIY. And then I, we charge a, a rental fee for the home. So if this retreat could be done anywhere, um, so, and we have different, um, rooms. So, I right now I've been charging 1550 for a double or a single. And then I, and then I have one, there's one room that we use that can sleep like 10, which is actually a lot of fun for, for people that are coming to a yoga retreat. It sounds, it's not as luxurious, but it ends up being like one of the most fun rooms. And I charge less for that. I charge 1250 for that. And by charging that, I, we, um, we make a profit. My partner and I share in the profits. And this year we each made about $4,000, maybe $4,500. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's worked out. And that's after your expenses of traveling that's too, a, correct? That's after everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, um, you know, the home rental, the van rental, the gas, the gift bags. That's another great area that you can mm. do it yourself. Cause this year I did try to hire somebody to do the gift bag and they actually couldn't do it staying within the budget. But when I did it myself, it wasn't a problem. And, and interesting. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that part's fun. Yeah. Let's we talk a little bit about the gift bag. So what are some of the things that, that might be in there? Well, I, this year I did, I, I did since I'm a yoga ambassador for yoga and life as you are, Amy, we, I did a t-shirt, a long sleeve t-shirt that had yoga and life um, imprinted, printed on it. And that was a lot of fun. Um, I included a little, little Buddhas, some sunscreen, some lip gloss, um, chocolate, yep. <laughs> <laughs> a bar of chocolate, um, some crystals, um, uh, maybe some incense. These are just some different ideas, um, that you can add into the back. Oh, and then I always get a cute little bag for them too, either, either a little backpack or a waist pack or something, or this year I used a tote. And I got these totes also from Yoga and Life magazine, and they they were beautiful and inexpensive. So if you you know do a little research, go on Etsy, um, you can Amazon, you can find things that are inexpensive, and really have fun with that gift bag. And and the clients love it; they always yeah. love it and really and really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, one of the retreats I went on, I don't remember which one. Um, 
when we first got there, we got a little bag with um, like an eye mask, a weighted eye mask to oh, wear, yeah. um, a little vial of essential oil. Um, I can't remember what else was in there. I do think sunscreen was in there because um, we were either in Mexico or Costa Rica. Um, and then when we left, we also got another little goodie bag upon departure with um, her branded like a coffee mug type of thing. And then she had oh, put nice. some of the, um, so in Costa Rica, they had incredible chocolate. Um, so she had oh, put some of their local stuff in that goodie bag upon departure, um, which I thought was also really neat. Oh, and I do believe we got a journal if I remember right. Oh, um, yes. Cause I we did a lot of journaling a journal and a pen. Yes. So that was part of our programming. Um, yes. And Hiking socks were a big hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great some idea. People, yeah. Some people forgot them. And so the, the gift bag is a lot of fun and it's, mm-hmm. it's fun as, as the host to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people go to hosting a retreat with the intention of, um, that they just want enough to cover their travel. Right. So that they're traveling for free to do this yoga retreat, which, you know, for maybe your first one, that's, that's a good goal. But when you think about how many hours you put into planning this retreat and doing the retreat when you're actually there, because I know watching my friend host those two retreats, she didn't really get to relax and enjoy the same way that we did. There was one day each, each retreat was a week And, um, there was one day where we had nothing planned except the morning and evening yoga. Um, but we were free to do whatever we wanted those days. So that was really the only day she got to relax. I have to say as the host, it's a big responsibility Mm -hmm. and you have to, you know, be really checked in with your wellness and your, um, yoga practice in that you know, you don't want to take things personally because a lot of people are going through different things. Yes. So you really have to be a a leader during that, during that week, um, which is challenging because certain things can get to you. Um, another thing we did practice, which I've done at every retreat is Seva, the giving back part of the yoga. So, um, we, I don't have a housekeeper come in and everybody, um, we have different days where everyone does the cleanup after dinner. Um, and that, that has worked beautifully the whole time. And, and it, to the point where everyone's like cleaning more than they, they need to. And it, it really does, um, give the spirit of service during the week, which, which is wonderful. It's been a great thing. Yeah. Let's talk a little more about when stuff comes up, because I know both retreats I was on, there was people who were going through things. Um, and maybe you have an experience or two you can share, but you're right. You can't take it personally. Someone might lash out at you. Maybe they're not enjoying it the way they thought they were going to enjoy it. Or, um, I know my friend explained that the first one, she just called it a retreat and people expected more downtime, <laughs> even though like she put out the actual schedule. Okay. Right. I get, I get that. Right. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Well, that's why, um, managing expectations in the beginning yeah. of the retreat, yeah. like, like I said, in the beginning, this is what we're doing, but if you need to relax, 
you can relax and and it's what you need and everybody's in a different place in their growth um but but certainly stuff does come up as an example this year um i when i i'm going back to that gong meditation i i did the gong meditation did the yoga nidra which was beautiful and um then when I went to go do the feedback the next day, I had more than one person have a really negative reaction to the gong meditation. So during the gong meditation, people were just lying on their backs. It wasn't, it wasn't an active with their eyes closed, but it caused anxiety and almost like a panic attack. And so one, this one person did kind of come at me like, why didn't you tell me more? And you know what? Um, and and I just took a deep breath and said, I can't take this personally. And I, you know, yeah. I said, well, this is, you know, you're, you're in a safe place here. Um, this is just part of your, your growth. You had an experience and you learned from that experience. So, you know, I try really hard to keep that mindset because another person, the rest of the group loved the gong meditation and this situation can happen on anything. So one person hates the hike. One person loves the hike. Right. One person hates the food. One person loves the food. Um, so I feel as the host and leader, you know, you just have to stick to your schedule and and treat everything as a learning and growing and not take things personally, which is part of our yoga journey, which is one of the hardest things to do, um, but very important as a host of a yoga retreat. So I don't know how your friend did with all that. Yeah. But, um, and then we also had a lot of people this year who had had experienced a loved one who had passed away mm. during the past year. Yeah. And plus, you know, it's been it's COVID. So people were really going through a lot. Um, and, and those things are healthy, too. You know, we had some tears and, um, you know, we try to stay with our higher energies of gratitude and awareness and mindfulness, which we do. But we definitely had some tears and anger as well. And, you know, that's why, that's why you're there is to feel yeah. those feelings, allow them to come up, allow them to pass and, and grow from them. So it's a, it's, it's hard, but it's, it's great mm -hmm. too. Yeah. It's why you're there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think, like you said, you do a lot of word of mouth marketing and, in, in many cases, I'm sure you knew quite a few of the people attending. And I think that makes a big difference too, opposed to someone who's maybe never heard of you, never experienced your classes, never experienced your teaching. Um, cause we all have different styles, right. And yes, yes. I, I can see where sometimes that can even cause issues with, you know, oh, I didn't, I didn't care for her teaching style or, or whatever it was, which is totally on them, not you, but it, it, it's still, it can cause conflict to come up. Yes. And that, that's true. It, I did know a lot of the people, which is a great thing because you're, you get closer to them, but it can, it can be challenging just to not take things personally and mm -hmm. keep that uh, healthy arm's length distance Yeah, and stick to the schedule. And yeah, because mm -hmm. all of the, all of the, the modalities in the food, everything we're doing during the week is for your growth. So as long as everyone is approaching it that way, it works. And by yeah. the end, it's, it's amazing moving, um, experience 
for me and for, for them, you really do feel a fulfillment from it, even though you're exhausted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know both retreats I've gone on, um, I just left feeling so full, right. And like, and filled up, um, and yes. the Tulum one in particular, there's something magical about Tulum. I don't know. They, you know, they say it has those energy vortexes. Um, I was so incredibly relaxed the whole time I was there. It was just the coolest experience. Um, so anyone who hasn't done a retreat, you know, I really encourage you to, to go on one um, and experience what it can be like as the participant before you even um, consider hosting Just one. Hosting one. I, I agree with that hundred percent. I used to go to them all the time um, and yeah, know what I like, know what I don't like. Um, but I hope that you kept that feeling with you for a while after. Mm, and I know it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of our past retreats, some people had a really hard time while they were there, but then like a six or, or a year, months or a year later, I find out that they've really had a lot of transformation, like, you know, eating better or stopping smoking or, you know, or, or I'll hear back for them or some of them have become yoga instructors. So it does, it does have an impact and stay with you. And I, I know that even if people are, might, might be struggling a little bit. Yeah. The other really fun thing we did this year was the drum circle. I have these beautiful handmade drums and I usually have somebody come in and, and teach, do the drumming with us. And this year she couldn't come. So I ended up back to DIY. I ended up taking a course and, and doing the drum circle. And it was one of my favorite things. And people were just totally getting into it. We had all different emotions coming out and people were initiating the, the, the beats with, with whatever feelings they were going through. And we had a, we had a wonderful fun time with that too. We had a lot of laughs and joy. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well, Sherry, this has been such a great conversation. I do want to make sure we take some time to mention your website, which is sherryjusto.com. And we have a clickable link in the show notes. So wherever you are listening to this, you can um, click through and get that link. Um, But what can people find on your website? Uh, Thanks so much, Amy. Yeah, my website, Sherry. R-R-I-E, and it's G-I-U-S-T-O.com. Everything is on there right now. I have um, yoga classes that you can take. Um, I have all the information about the retreats, um, and I'm planning to do a retreat next September right around Labor Day, so I'd love to hear from anyone. Or if you have any questions about the business of, of hosting a retreat, you can reach out on my website as well. There's a contact and just... Um, just, I have everything on that website. So just go to my website and play around on there and you, you'll see some photos of the retreats in Colorado and what a beautiful landscape it is and beautiful home that we're, that we're in. So, so yeah. Yeah. And the mountains of Colorado are so magical. You know, I I was telling you earlier that I'm a Pisces, so I'm very much a water girl. I love the beach, but there is something very magical in the mountains as well. Yes. Being in nature in those mountains and the hiking is just such a wonderful, beautiful experience. Well, Sherry, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you sharing all your knowledge with our listeners. 
Amy, thank you so much. This was so much fun. You're a great host. Congratulations on your new magazine. And I'll hope we hopefully speak soon. Oh, thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and please consider leaving a five-star review wherever you're listening to help others on their own wellness journey, discover this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day and I'll see you all in the next episode.